I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to the Tim's Take, episode 80. Well, I think we need to just get straight to tonight's episode, or today's episode, or whenever you're listening, this early morning's episode. Listen, I'll be up front. If you're looking for something that might be applicable to your parenting experience, or you're interested in what we think about some parenting idea, you can skip this episode. Because in this episode, we are going to rank Oliver's animals. I listen to a lot of NBA podcasts, and all the time they're doing various kind of power rankings. They're ranking teams, they're ranking players, they're ranking players on teams. And I thought, you know, we have more than a team of animals here. And it'd be really fun if Rachel and I both independently ranked the animals and we'll talk about the factors that we took into consideration in a moment. And then, you know, had a bit of a knockdown drag out potentially about some of their places. So you generously agreed to do this with me. Yeah, this is a fun episode of just Oliver. Like this is all about him. This is a moment in time of his life. He adores his animals so much. And when we say animals, we don't mean pets. We have no pets. Some people call them stuffies. Loveys. Loveys. Both really weird words to me. We just call them stuffed animals. They are stuffed animals, so we call them his animals. (laughs) But when people ask, like, what are some of Oliver's favorite toys? Like, the animals may be in the top three. Like, we play with these things every day. They oh, yeah. travel to our rooms, every room we're in. They're in pretend boats. They're on the couch. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're, he, his, they're his best friends. And he sleeps with them all. And he sleeps with all of them. So we'll in the show notes, we'll have a link of a picture of him with most, if not all. All of them. With all of his animals, including Mr. Giraffe? Yes. Oh, okay. So you can at least see Oliver's joy at being with all of his animals. You said something a minute ago. I want to ask you the factors that you took into consideration that influenced your power rankings. Because you said this is a snapshot in time of Oliver. So say more about the factors that you took into consideration as you ranked the animals. Well, I more meant the probability of him loving these animals as much as he does now in a year, five years, is unlikely. Oh, yes. I I think that's definitely true. (laughs) But the factors I took in are the ones that he is emotionally reactive to if they're there or not there. Okay, yeah, that's good. Ones that have some longevity with him. There are some that have been around longer than others. Yeah. These not these have not all been around since his birth. Some of our connections to the animals. Okay, yeah. Some of the unique places they've been or things they've done. Those are kind of my factors. Yeah. Do you have other factors? Other factors that played in for me, frequency of use. Yeah. I mean, at some point they all come out of the crib usually, but if there's a smaller selection that do, who are they? Yes, I definitely, some of these, they got moved up just because I have personal affection for them. And I love what you said about sort of where we got them or when we received them, how long they've been around. I call that their heritage. So the heritage of the stuffed animals, a big factor, trips or special things that they have, all of these, it's, it's quite a cocktail. And we want people to know 
we have sat down and we've thought about this individually. So we're not doing this on the fly. We both have our lists. Both our lists, I think, are in tiered systems, but the, our tiers are not necessarily coordinated. So, And there are 22 animals. There are 20. Yes, we've established this. We went through several several iterations of realizing we'd forgotten some. You need to recount, though, real quick. We were talking about our plan for this episode this morning. And what happened as you and I are at the breakfast table talking about our plan to talk about this and Oliver's in the other room? Oliver's in his playroom, deeply entrenched in his play, like not paying attention seemingly to what we're talking about at all. But you mentioned his animals and he goes, hmm, what'd you say? Why are you talking about my animals? And he comes (laughs) running in and wants to know what on earth, why we would be talking about his animals. So his investment level for these things are deep. Yeah, it's almost a little unfair to not have him on the podcast, but this is admittedly a parent's ranking based on our observations. And there are some that he has called his favorite. So, and I think those are pretty much givens for us. So we'll see if that aligns. I think we should probably start with the top. Yeah. And go down. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do your order of your top five? Yes. Yeah, give it to me. I think we can do these ones pretty quickly. So I call these the Olympians. <laughs> I call these the can't live without. <laughs> so we have Yaya, who is at the top. Number one. Yes. He was originally named Callie because he's a polar bear that we got from the San Diego Zoo. Callie was short for Caliuk, Yeah. actually, which was the name of one of the polar bears there. And Oliver was 18 months when we got it, or close to 18 months. So he it didn't come around till later, but he is his favorite. Oliver multiple times will say, yeah, yeah, is my best friend. Yeah. I love yeah, yeah. Most guaranteed to comfort him if he's hurt. His nose has been repaired twice. That's deep heritage to be an animal that's actually had to undergo repair. So. And he, if you look up the original animal, like on Amazon, which we have done in case we needed to replace him, they are not the same thing anymore. <laughs> they are different creatures. So there is no replacing Yaya if he were to go missing. Yeah, Yaya is the goat of the animals for sure. He's also kind of like the Russian king. He's from Siberia. And so. Oh, yes. All, yeah, the can't live withouts all, almost all have accents. So I have Yaya. That's then, great. Then Simba. Yep. We're, we're tracking 100% so far. Gibbs. Yep. Turtle. Yes. And then Ba. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we had the same top five. That's not shocking. Okay, tell me the... I think the Yaya Simba Gibbs is pretty straightforward. Simba is a Simba. Gibbs is a small version of a German Shepherd, sort of mini, that my brother and sister-in-law gave Oliver pretty pretty early on. And he's been a, a stalwart. Gibbs is German accent, obviously, for those wondering at home. But tell me about Turtle and Ba. You, I put them in the same order, but they're a little bit e- more even. Yeah... Turtle, he just seemed like even tonight when I had to take him to the toilet, he had Turtle with him. Turtle just seems to be the go-to a little bit more than Bob. Yeah. But it is interesting. All of these, Yaya is very small. Simba is very big. He's a pillow pet. Yeah. Gibbs is small. And then Turtle and Ba are like medium size. So it is kind of interesting. It's a balanced top five. But these are the five that he will take almost everywhere. Yeah. These are the starters. Yeah. Yeah. There's almost no question about these. I will say Ba got knocked down got edged by turtle for me in part because within our family there's a raging debate about ba's gender i identify ba as essentially a british male and you seem to do a more mrs doubtfire thing with ba yeah and make ba a woman and 
And Turtle is also Australian, and that feels like heritage-wise matches with your family. Yeah, sort of Australian surfer somewhere in between. And was given into him by Uncle Joel, so the aunts and uncles really stepping up for the top five. Yes, right. Yeah, it's a solid, a solid showing. So, okay, that's our top five. What's your next tier? So these are the mid-level employees. <laughs> okay, I called these, this tier for me. How many were in this tier for you? Six. Okay, my, my tier was six through ten, so it was not quite as big. I called these ones the storied pals because it felt like there were kind of storied connections potentially. But, okay, I, this is where it's going to get interesting So I'm us. just going to name them, okay. and then you'll name yours, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll see if we even have the same. Yeah, we might ones. not overlap. So I have Lucy in this case. At six? Yep. Oh, me too. I oh, put wow. Lucy at six. Then Chicky. <gasps> no way, me too. Then Tony. Oh, no way. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> we had the same six, seven, eight. That is incredible. That is incredible. This is where it's going to get interesting. Yeah. I then have Pluto. Oh, okay. Pluto's not in this tier for me. We'll talk about that. Grumpy Gary. Okay. Grumpy Gary is my number nine. And Ella. Ella. Ella is not in this tier. I had Baloo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's do Lucy, Chicky, and Tony. Wow, that was so exciting. <laughs> yeah, Lucy, I mean, we have Baking with Lucy. Lucy has her own show that she does regularly. So that's pretty That's pretty good. That's a pretty high rank. She's also the only animal to have been to Disney World twice. Right, yeah, exactly. So the trips, there's lots special about Lucy. Yeah, and then Chicky, you can explain all of Chicky's names. Yeah, it's Chicky, a.k.a. Boo Boo Chicken, a.k.a. Bucket of Chicken, Bucket of Laughs, a.k.a. Cousin of Unicorns. So Unicorns is one of the best episodes of Bluey on that show. And he's just this annoying unicorn and Chicky is his, his cousin. cousin. Yeah. And embodies that fully. And Oliver and I have gotten a lot of good laughs out of Chicky. Yeah. Chicky may have gotten a little bit of a boost because of my personal attachment, I'd say I was a little surprised to hear him at number seven on your list, yeah. but I'm delighted by it. Yep. And then Tony is an Italian dog. Yeah. And, but he was the original small animal. And when we say Italian dog, he's just a dog, but he has an Italian accent. <laughs> so he was the original small animal. So before Yaya came into the picture, so the first 18 months of Oliver's life, it was Tony all the way. Yeah. And he went he went on a Labor Day trip with us, right? A Midwest he trip. So he's yeah. got some trip experience so, too. He's fallen quite a ways from his number one spot, but still still doing okay. Well, I was the most conflicted about him because I thought you could make an argument like that Tony should go down below someone like Pluto. No, Tony. These days. These days, I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's He's not thought about very much. The other day, he was just missing for a couple of days. And Oliver was wondering where he was. But there was no panic yeah. about Tony. But I think, yeah, Tony gets he he gets the boost from the trips and those early days, I think. And yeah, he He's was, sort of like the grizzled veteran at this point. Yeah. You know, just kind of over, overseeing the rest of them. So I like that. So then I had Pluto, which this is influenced mainly by a current trend. Yeah. And yeah. that... Pluto is Oliver's preferred pillow animal. So it used to be Simba because Simba is a pillow pet. But recently he's been very into Pluto being his pillow. Yeah. And he loves that he can lick people. And I don't know. Pluto, Pluto's got some things going for him. Yeah, I agree. I had Pluto at number 11. So he was just outside of my second tier for that reason. He got a big boost because of the recent pillow use. But I... 
I mean, he has a long history of being a deep bench warmer. Yeah. Like, just kind of in know. the crib. And my tier three is called the crib friends. So I, so I thought... So who was your number nine? My number nine was Grumpy Gary. He gets just a massive heritage boost. He's the first animal. He precedes Oliver's birth by four months because your mom sent him to us for Oliver for Valentine's Day. I love his name. He's a koala. And I think I named him Grumpy Gary because he looks. he looks so grumpy. So he's just. That's fair. I I will all move him up. I'll trade places with Pluto so make him my number. No, you don't have to change. You can no, argue. No, because I am. Grumpy Gary was also our test baby when we did not oh, have a baby. that's right. In our baby carrier so stuff. So he was the one in the baby carrier and in the car seat. That's he was our right. test because he's kind of like newborn size he deserves a top 10 honor for that I yeah think. so i i acquiesce and will move him up i'm grateful for that who is your number 10 so five so then pluto would be number 10 pluto where did you have baloo because i put baloo at 10 hold on baloo is number 12 yeah okay so close we're in range yeah and ella ella's a hard one I don't know. I didn't know where to put Ella. Ella Ella used to have some good days. He used to be brought to Nana's house. Or oh, she yeah. used to be brought to Nana's house. But those days have kind of passed. I, I still had her higher than a lot. She was number 13 okay. on my list. Should we go to our third tier? Yeah. Are we into those? I, I call these the crib friends because these are the folks who are just all... They're, they're there. They're known. But they're mostly hanging out in the crib most of the time. Unless they're going with the whole gang. So, yeah. Shall I run through my 11 through 18? Well, let me tell you what I call. I call these the association factor tier because they have some some other association that's bringing them up on the list. Oh, okay. I like that. So my number 11 was Pluto. Number 12, I had Baby Moose. Okay. I want to hear in a minute where your Baby Moose was. Yeah. 13, I had Ella, who we've talked about. 14, I had Brown Bear. Oh. Uh, which the names just start getting less and less original. 15, I had Simba's Friend. 16, Mickey, 17, Scout, and I included Mr. Giraffe on my list. That is, what is it, Sophie the Giraffe? Yeah, it's like a teether. Mr. Giraffe gets a little bit of a boost recently. He's been in the crib. I like that he has gone from being Sophie the Giraffe to now Mr. Giraffe at Oliver's insistence. So I I slotted him there in number 18. I'm curious about your, so, your third tier. So I had Pluto and Ella rounded out my second tier. Okay. Then I had Baloo. Okay. Mickey. Baby Moose. Simba's friend. Yep. And Goodnight Moon Bunny. Oh, Goodnight Moon Bunny. So I'm really curious. We had some of those the same. Baloo is a Bernese mountain dog. Yep. That our brother and sister-in-law got him. Mickey, self-explanatory. Baby Moose is a very tiny moose. Mm -hmm. Simba's friend is a pillow pet from... Your high school years? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Actually, from an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Lovely. So, yeah. <laughs> but now he's, he's been passed along. But Oliver just calls. it's He is a lion. And so he's Oliver thinks he's kind of Nala. He's Simpa's friend. And then yep. Goodnight Moon Bunny is, if you know the children's book, Goodnight Moon, the bunny in that book in his striped pajamas. So I'm very curious about Brown Bear because I have Brown Bear very far down on the list. So why is he up this far? Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I have Brown Bear at number 14. I think 
there's maybe a couple reasons for me that I boosted him. Number one is I just I have a particular delight in the fact that he is a brown bear, and so Oliver just calls him Brown Bear. <laughs> like that is like his names have gotten more and more just descriptive. Like even Goodnight Moon Bunny, like is the full. That's Goodnight Moon Bunny. Like that's his name. So brown Bear feels like the one that kind of kicked off that trend. So I do kind of like that. I also one factor we didn't name earlier is like the cuteness and cuddliness mm-hmm. of the animals mm-hmm. and brown bear is like really soft really cuddly just quintessential stuffed Teddy. animal yeah 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 so I think I boosted him for that too and like sometimes Oliver like seems to have a little bit of a, a more affection for brown bear than say like Scout or Mickey or even Simba's friend Simba's friend kind of hangs out but yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where I said like these these ones he is often indifferent about but because they all have like some association with family or baby moose there's a baby moose sibling that lives at nana and pa's house sure simba's friend he loves lion king he loves good night moon book so i just felt that these had stronger ties that were bringing them to the forefront of oliver's mind yeah that's fair and i well i am a little bit interested in your final two. I, I, I could be argued to rearrange the order of a lot of the crib friends for me because, the, yeah, everything's a little bit looser. It's kind of, yeah, general associations. I, I was, did become a little hemmed in, so to speak, by my fourth tier because I became obsessed with keeping what I called the rabbit tier all together <laughs> as much as I could. Lucy, obviously, is six. Yeah, uh-huh. So Lucy is a rabbit, but he has five rabbits total, uh-huh, including Lucy. Kind of wild. And I... I thought the the rabbits just had to have their own tier. So my next tier actually is the rabbit tier. Okay. So maybe I'll just, can I run through my rabbits real quick? My sure. my rabbit order. I'm curious about your rabbit order. Yeah. So you had Lucy, then Goodnight Moon Bunny. Yeah. Like somewhere in your standings. Yeah. For me, I did Lucy. I gave Toki a pretty significant boost because of Heritage from our friend Q from Korea. Yeah. Made by his aunt. Like that to me was a pretty... Pretty substantial. Toki's also gone through a couple repairs on his eye. So that felt to me like he's got a he's a pretty high class bunny. Then Goodnight Moon Bunny. Goodnight Moon Bunny has a Cockney accent, so that did like give him a pretty big boost. Then I put Burrow and Hop at the bottom. Yeah. So I had Lucy, Goodnight Moon Bunny, Toki, Burrow, Hop. Okay, so we were pretty close. Yeah. Just the Toki and Goodnight Moon Bunny so my, flipped. Yeah, my fourth tier is the mom and dad factor. So these are the ones that mean more to us than to him. <laughs> okay. But I have Scout because Scout was an animal that my dad had won for me at like a carnival game when I was younger. Oh, yeah. And then Toki because of what you just said. Yeah, so, yeah. But I feel like that those both hold more meaning to us than to him. Yeah, admittedly so. But I just let all that blur together for the most part. I feel like we're not like in massive disagreement no. about these, which I think is actually kind of impressive. I was, I was. This so... is how much we just are around these animals. Oh, well, yeah. That it's almost it's instinctive. Who else? Who else do you have? Are you all the way through twenty one or twenty two? Well, so then my final tier is barely have names tier, <laughs> and this is where I put Burrow. Barely have names. Burrow definitely has a name. Burrow, yeah, but like. I feel like it's often forgotten. Brown bear, because again, the description. Yeah. Sheila the sheep and hop. You put a hop at the very bottom. Hop is last? Yeah, because Sheila the sheep is my my personal least favorite. Sheila is very, very strange. But 
because she is so odd and quirky, she is more memorable, I feel like, than Hop. Hop, I could take away, is maybe the only animal I could take away who he would not notice. Where I feel like Sheila, he would notice. Yeah, that's fair. But I think with apologies to Harper, and hopefully she's not listening to this podcast. Good news is she's 10 years old, so I don't think she she knows how to listen to our podcast. But she she gave him, I mean, she gave him brown bear as well. So there's a couple animals on the list. And brown bear got a much higher ranking from me. But there's just no question to me that Sheila, whose name is actually Sophie, but I call Sheila the sheep is at the bottom she looks like a sheila she has glittery mascara she's uh, like fluffy a weird it's a weird fluffy fluffy's not it's like long strands that are soft and and like a hard body just a very strange sheep and i mean when we when ba is already up there in the top five i mean we're not i'm not looking for a sheep i'm not i don't need an extra sheep on the team so i you know, I put Sheila comfortably at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's why she's my second to last. I just, again, I think if there was one animal I could make disappear without notice, it, it might be Hop. So that's why I put Hop. I yeah. often forget about Hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a very nondescript classic bunny. But a pretty early bunny in his life. I don't even know where Hop came from. Yeah, I don't either. I feel like Hop might have been like a shower gift or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. But So I, I, I would argue that, I mean, Hop is number 22 for me. For We're arguing about the bottom two now. I still would argue that Sheila's Sheep deserves that bottom spot more than Hop. Hop may, gets at least maybe a little heritage boost there. But, you know, twist my arm one way or the other. I'm fine. Wow. Well, this is the most educational, interesting dynamic podcast we've done together uh, i can only imagine the number of downloads that this one will get and i you know we've we've gone a little bit longer and i'm not sure that i'm going to be able to cut this gold because it's, it's all important oh i we don't even have time for other stuff that's fine this one is a solid standalone yeah thank you for listening to our power rankings if you disagree with any of our analysis <laughs> write in chime in timsteak at gmail.com uh Thanks. Thank you for indulging us, listeners. Sometimes, you know, as hosts, we put out content every two weeks, and sometimes you just have to do an episode for yourself. You know what I mean? And this was super fun. So look at that picture that we'll link to in the notes that will hopefully label a lot of these so you can at least get a bit of a glimpse of who they are. And yeah, I think that's all we got. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your Dinsday.